Hello, this is Bill Itell for another session of Wisdom for Your Walk. I appreciate all you folks listening. I feel like you know me, but I don't know you. I'm revealing a lot of personal experiences in my life, how God has dealt with me individually. And I don't know a thing about most of you here and don't even know who here is in. Uh, but I pray that someday we get to meet and say hi. And uh, by the grace of God, break some bread together. I want to speak about a subject of obedience in the Bible, obedience. Jesus made an astounding statement in John chapter 14, verse 15. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Repeat that. If you love me, keep my commandments. And going down a little ways in verse 21 of that same chapter, he said, he that hath my commandments... That's the Bible, New Testament specifically, but really the whole Bible. And keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. And he that, lo basically, if you don't, if you have the commandments, don't keep them, you don't love him. He that loveth me shall be loved in my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. My dad used to have a saying, while you're living under my roof eating my food, you do what I tell you to do. And that was, it made sense to me, made logic to me, as long as I was dependent upon him for my daily needs, I needed to do what he said. So when he said, rake the leaves outside, I did it. When he said, wash the car, I did it. When he said, I want you to help me paint the house, we, we painted it together. And we also enjoyed the benefits. When he said, let's go ice fishing, uh, I went ice fishing. When he said, let's go to Florida on vacation and Christmas, over Christmas vacation, I got to go with him. When he got to do some fun things and good things, I got to go. When he worked, I also got to work. We shared in that relationship as he was my authority on earth. Well, when you get born from above, Jesus, of course, becomes your master and Lord. As Thomas said when he saw Jesus, my God and my, 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 God and my Lord and my God and my God and my Lord. I, don't know, I can't remember which way that was. But... Uh, it is the relationship of the Lord Jesus is he's our master now. We're his servant, his slave. Now, I know like you may not like to know that word slave, but a servant of a good master has got it made. And we are a servant of a great master, a perfectly just master, a perfectly loving master who has saved us. And you say, well, I'm not under anybody's mastery. Oh, yes, you are. Yeah, you're, you're, you have, you're a slave to the flesh and the deeds done in your body. You're a slave of the old devil. Jesus said in 844, John, you're of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. And it goes on just to make clear that that we're his slaves until we get born from above. And then we change we change parents. We go from parent being the evil one to parent being the Lord Jesus Christ. And as a good and any really good father would tell his child, listen, obey what I tell you to obey. Do what I tell you to do. Well, obedience has a lot to do with trust. You don't obey people you don't trust. So part of being, when you get first saved, maybe you don't know Christ well, you don't know the Bible well, so maybe you don't obey too well. But as you grow in Christ and as you get to know your Father, Lord Jesus, you get to know the Bible better, uh, you begin to develop a trust that what he's saying is true. Let me just say this. My, I talked to my brother the other day. He's 81 years old. I'm 71. And both of us just absolutely agreed after living a pretty full life that the Bible is just absolutely true. 
I mean, all of it says in the book of Proverbs, all it says in the book of Psalms, all it says in the New Testament, all it says in the Old Testament. It's just true. Now, I believe that by faith when I was 18 years old. What did I know of the Bible? I didn't know hardly anything of the Bible. I knew Christ as my Savior, and that was about it. I began a journey of reading my Bible and starting to memorize some of the Scripture, going over it and pouring over it and over it and over it and pouring it through my mind. You get to know the one who wrote it, and the blessed Holy Spirit of God will come in and He'll teach you, and He really teaches you all things and brings all things to your remembrance. And so the blessed Holy Spirit would come and speak to me and teach me and woo me into obedience, and I realized that my disobedient life began to become an obedient life and eventually became to a place where I gave him everything. I said, Lord, you got everything. You got all my potential. You got all my life. You got everything I got. Whatever, whatever it is, you got it. And so my obedience became more serious as time went on. I made my full dedication to Christ at 18 years old. I hope you've done that. Maybe you've never done that. Maybe you've never gone to Christ in prayer and said, Lord God, I give you everything I have. Whatever my potential is, I give it to you. Uh, whatever my occupation you want me to be, I'll be whatever occupation you want me to be. You know, you got to take your hands off of your life and become obedient to the commandments of Christ. Now, you may ask this question, what are the commandments of Christ? Well, that's a good question, especially in the New Testament. We were real familiar with the Old Testament. We have the Ten Commandments, which most people, even the heathen, know about those. First four Ten Commandments deal with our relationship with God. The last six commandments deal with our relationship man to man. But what about the New Testament? Well, if you're not familiar with the Bible, you need to start Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You need to get familiar, familiar with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Before you go on to the book of Acts, which is the first hundred years of the early church. And then, then when you get done with that, you go into the book of Romans through Jude. Those are the, called the epistles or letters uh, written by the, some of the apostles. And, and so that is how to live the Christian life. So Romans through Jude is kind of like, how do I do this? How do I live? What do I live like? And that tells you how. The book of Revelations, <laughs> book of Revelation, if I may say singular, means to reveal it's really about the, how the world's going to end the last days, the tribulation period. It's not, as imper it's not as pertinent that you know that as that you know from Romans to Jude on how to live the Christian life. But it's funny, early, early on, Christians want to go immediately to prophecy. They have this innate curiosity, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? And, be, and my advice to you would that'd be the last area to learn, not the first area to learn. first area to learn, you want to know about Jesus Christ, Matthew through. John, you want to know how, why he came, what, what he did, uh, how he was crucified, resurrected. Then go to the church, Acts, book of Acts, is what happened the first hundred years. And then Romans through Jude, and then eventually Revelation, get to know some prophecy at the end of the time. I say all that to these, in, contained in those uh, 27 New Testament books, are the commandments of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, verbs have a mood. Verbs have a mood. One of the, in, in Greek especially, there's such a thing as an imperative mood. And the imperative mood is all everybody agrees on. The, when a verb's found in an imperative mood, it means command. He's not saying, well, maybe you do this, or when you feel like, maybe do this. So I, what I, there's at least 127 imperative mood verbs 
uh, that's in the New Testament where it commands us to do this. And I believe God doesn't have to always use the imperative move to make it real. Uh, if he says do something, do it, even if, he, if it's not in the imperative mood. But when it's in the imperative mood, we know absolutely that's a command. 127 of those. How many of those do you know? Well, preacher, I don't know hardly any of them. Well, you need to learn what they are. And the only way you're going to do that is read through the New Testament. And you're going to read over these commands. And I always tell people, if you read the whole New Testament, you've read the whole mind of Christ. You've read what God wants you to do in this life. And he said, if you love Jesus, you're going to obey him. When the Bible says that women shouldn't preach or teach men, uh, then I just believe it. I don't care what our society says. I don't care what sociology says. I don't care what the feminist movement says. I just believe the Bible. When he says men should teach women, I believe that. I don't try to argue that women are as smart as men or men aren't as smart as women and all that other stuff that people try to undo that with. You, you can, you can do, spend your time that way, but if you love Jesus, you just say, if you said it, that settles it. Uh, if you said it, that settles it. And I love verse 21. He that hath my commandments to keep with them, he it is that loveth me. So if I didn't have any other places, and there are other places in the New Testament that talk about this, but in, in other places, but, but John chapter 14, verse 15 and 21, that'd be enough to tell me I need to know what God, what the commandments of the New Testament are and then do them. Why? Because I love Jesus. Throwing your hands up in the air and praising God, singing for 45 minutes, God, praise song is not a demonstration of whether you love Jesus or not. Obeying him. A lot of times, it's not easy. It's hard to obey. I'm going to word and preach the gospel to every creature. That means get up and get out there to the people that you live around and give the gospel to them. Give them some gospel tracts. Share your faith. That's not, that's not easy. That's hard. We're supposed to pray. Well, praying is not easy. That's work. But we're supposed to do it. If you love me, pray. If you love me, be a witness. If you love me, stay away from wicked things. Stay away from the sins listed in the New Testament. If you love me, I hope this helps you some. Probably many of you already have this down. I hope so. But if you don't, think about this, pray about this, look this verse up, memorize these verses, and see if that's not some wisdom for your walk.